Hello. This week for the final episode in the series, I'd really wanted to talk to some of the amazing women in politics I've had the privilege of knowing, talking about some of the realities, you know, the challenges they have faced in delivering on their roles. That was not to be this time and actually it fits perfectly into the episode. Welcome to Can You Relate with Effie Grant. I'm Effie. We all know that a woman is usually in charge of the home. And for most women who are married or have started a family, this can pose a huge challenge. And I've found that across the globe, most of the stories are the same. People will cuss at you for leaving your family, you know, describe you as selfish and you will feel crap. Then you're either going to give up or stubbornly try to prove them wrong. You forget to do it for yourself and for the community or your country at large. I mean, that is mostly the purpose instead of focusing on what the court of public opinion thinks. And I've often wondered how that same court can advocate for more of women. And yet, when these women arrive, they cannot encourage or cut them a whole stack of slack. It's just cruel, I know. I've heard it, felt it and seen it. As I said in the introduction, this wasn't the episode I had planned. But for one of my guests, a family situation meant that I made the informed decision to cancel our session. Now, I made that decision uh, based strongly that I felt it was the right thing to do, fundamentally. As a fellow woman in politics, I can understand how important and valuable women are at home during difficult times. It is simply in our nature to care this much. And I'm sure most men in this instance would have said, the show must go on. And I have to say that I I believe in that as well. But the reality is that our cultures and societal norms have historically placed the honours on the woman to have to hold the fort. And I'm sure many women can relate to this. Things like death or a sick child usually fall on the woman to have to deal with. And for any woman in politics, this is one of the most difficult things to sacrifice in order to serve your community or country. And so while society places upon us this heavy crown, once at work, you're then faced with sexism or ageism and a myriad of other undermining gestures. Now I call them gestures because frankly, I think they are patronizing because when I'm a trained and qualified engineer 
and there's a tech department or ministry portfolio that I could go into, I'm placed in gender affairs because it's simply a woman's job. That's just wrong. And it's not surprising then that the five most commonly held portfolios by women ministers are family, youth, children, disabled or the elderly and followed strongly by social affairs like the environment, energy, labour, employment and oh my all-time favourite women's affairs or gender equality. And now that I say it aloud, it really does sound patronising and dare I say absolutely sexist. However, I'll have to add that a man heading women's affairs or gender equality hasn't gone down well or won't go down too well with what we've made of society as the norm. I mean, how can a man not be able to manage gender equality? How is that possible? The thing though is, if no minority group in history has ever effected change without the support of the majority, how does it not make sense to put a man or several men in charge and challenge them to be better, stronger or more confident allies in moving ahead with the agenda of effecting real gender equality. Now, a 2018 Harvard Business Review publication reviewed that when men are deliberately engaged in gender inclusion programs, 96% of organizations see progress compared to only 30% of organizations where men are not engaged at all. And so, to my mind, if leaders see Sikari on as they have, perhaps we can put an end to reinforcing the perception that these are women's issues and can only be well managed, led by women. Where is challenging the status quo in here? We have overlooked the systemic structural causes hampering the progress that should have been made hundreds of years ago when women gained the right to even vote. Sexism is a system that goes both ways. And yes, it gives men the privilege, but it can also police male behavior relevant to changing the system. While men can significantly contribute to seeing more women succeed at work and certainly have done politically over the years, women in office can also motivate other women. And especially now for the younger women coming through, there's always the desire to have an icon of sorts or point to someone as their positive image of a woman in politics. 
And so women can be great allies too, if we can collectively focus on the bigger picture. As of 2015, women in every country in the world have the right to vote. And the adoption of quotas by some countries have definitely helped increase the percentage of women in parliament. But the stigma against women in politics is still very much alive. With all of the structural, socioeconomic, cultural and institutional barriers that fail to shed light on the much needed bigger picture. And so what then is the bigger picture? A McKenzie project study showed that in a full potential scenario in which women participate in the economy identically to men, $28 trillion would be added to the annual global GDP compared to current business as usual. And how incredible would that be? if we can ensure that women's equality was advanced. Women in politics is essential. Women leaders in politics, even more crucial to achieving diverse perspectives and improved problem solving, because we're left to solve a good portion of the problems at home and forced to multitask every day, right? And so we have have the opportunity over many years to build a resilience that breeds adaptability required for building strong policies and systems that will break glass ceilings and bring longevity. That kind of longevity that is strong and vibrant for a good quality of life itself. That is the bigger picture, if only given a level playing field. And so I encourage you to go ahead and encourage that woman you think will be great at politics. I hope that you have enjoyed the series. Be sure to join me next week But for now, remember to share, like, comment, and let me know if you can relate. Until next week, be well.